Uh, hi, this is Katie Cook, a comic book artist and writer of many things, including My Little Pony and stuff for Marvel and Star Wars and blah, 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 blah. You are listening to the Nerd Dome Podcast. Thank you. Headphones on. Let's do this. Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dome Podcast? Here and the force ghost Pat just showed up. <laughs> yeah. Then what happened? What? <laughs> That's crazy. Does the... So this little thing was locking the buttons. Oh, okay. I must have accidentally hit the button. It, was <laughs> it. <laughs> it went off. I, I legitimately did not know. That thing made any sound at all, and I was packing, and I was like trying to stuff it into my bag because I was coming home with the shit done more stuff than I left with because I went to Florida for Christmas, and all of a sudden it was and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Sorry, I'm furiously googling what episode this is. Oh. We've had a break. Oh. Oh. My brain lost. Um, uh. It's okay. I just looked us up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Is this is one hundred and eighty-two. One eighty two. Hello everybody and welcome to the Nerd Dome Podcast episode one hundred and eighty two. I am your podcaster without fear, not BB eight. We good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. And I'm joined with Nope. 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 <laughs> what did you do? I, I, it's not for him. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought it because I'm going to see Dez after we record. My new, my new podcast partner. <laughs> it is adorable. Don't you have uh, the one that makes noise in your car? The yeah, Bluetooth the charger? charger? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, but what's your name? Who are you? Uncanny Raya. Uncanny Raya Bait. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning he's going to push the damn buttons more. The damn buttons come from the superior Caitlin Booth, the editor-in-chief of Bleeding Cool, uh, because I went to uh, Disney World, I guess it would be last week? I don't know what days are. Yeah. On the 26th. And one of the things I bought, while mostly intoxicated at the time, was this really cute glass that has like a BB-8 on the top, and I bought it for a friend of the show, Dens, and I didn't know it made beep noises until I was packing like four days (laughs) later. Oh, those surprise beeps. (laughs) Happy beeps. By the way, Luke, I wanted to tell yes. you, so this hat uh-huh. and that bag oh. I brought are part of the uh, gift set that you ordered. Yeah. That Den's D- got you to order. Yeah, Den's sent me pictures that made me order it. He was like, there's still some left. I'm like, stop it, you damn temptress. Mm, yep. And it was mostly for the backpack. <laughs> Which I'm now showing him. It's awesome. But the hat's cool, too. I mean, look, yeah. it's got a little... Oh, hey. And it's warm. No, it looks good. Thank you. Um, I look like a hobo today. <laughs> My brother got me this shirt, too. What's it say on the... Oh, I see. Rebel. 
No, on the, oh. on the sleeves. A long time oh. ago in a galaxy far, far away. I think he got it at TJ Maxx. <laughs> that's where my brother um, buys everything. So we were going to talk about uh, Rise of Skywalker this week, but uh, Charles wanted to be here for it, and he is out of town, so we will do that next week. But what we will do this week is uh, hear a little bit about uh, Galaxy's Edge Part 2, 3? How many times have you been there? Um, are we including individual visits or just like being your your personal visits? Me, my personal visits. This will be the fourth time so I've been. So I part went twice. Four. I went twice while I was in California for D twenty three with my brother in October, and then with my dad last week. Okay, uh, so we'll do that, and then we will talk about the Mandalorian since we talked about like the very first episode, <laughs> and then we didn't talk. And about then it. we didn't talk about it because it happened to fall right when we were talking about the TV stuff, and then we were. Busy getting through all the prequels and sequels and stuff like that. So uh, we will talk Mandalorian after that. So now that you just put some food <laughs> in your mouth, I'm not going to go right back to you. Ryan, how was your holidays? Very busy. Yeah? <laughs> Very good. I'm just going to keep eating while you talk. Um, I'm, not, I'm not used to... Well, I'm becoming used to... Doing sh- things? Sharing, sharing families. Going to everybody's house. I, I want to adopt the Luke mentality as if you want to see me, come see me. But <laughs> It's <laughs> it the best. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's the best, but I, I can't, I can't like hardline that. Yeah. I get a pick. It's either Thanksgiving, I say you all come to me, mm-hmm. or it's Christmas, I say you all come to me. And Kylie's the, like, the Thanksgiving thing's been working out really well for my ass the last couple <laughs> of years. Because <laughs> I just show up with a pie and you feed me. It's glorious. <laughs> I mean, but pies are great. Yeah, and I apparently got your daughter hooked on berry pie this uh, year, so I think I win. <laughs> berry yeah. pie? Yeah, I brought a Marion berry pie. Oh, mm-hmm. and she, apparently Quinn like just she, sat down yeah, and ate the she entire ate it. thing. Most of it, the rest was all <laughs> over her. Oh, because so not only not so, only did I get her hooked on a new type of pie, I made a giant fucking mess. So yep, clearly, I'm the best. And then left. <laughs> <laughs> Peace the fuck out. Out. I'm out. Um. Yeah. So you get any fun things? Um, I got lots of fun things. Um, I got some new toys, mm-hmm. <laughs> Marvel Legends toys, <laughs> and I got some uh, the the Jedi Challenge uh, VR headset thing mm. with that you play with your phone. And I got. We need to get drunk and play that. Yeah, <laughs> and then which doesn't work with my phone, so I have to use my work phone because <laughs> my phone's too big to fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got. So, um, I got the the, the Link's Awakening hmm. on the video game, and I got a Zelda controller. Nice. And Is it the wireless or the wired one? The wireless Zelda controller. I have I have the gold. wired one, and I was like, I really wish this was wireless because it's a really cool controller. But it was like when Switch first came out, mm-hmm. and they apparently had. No wireless accessories right. when it first came out. Everything was wired, and I was like, "What the fuck, Nintendo?" Um, but yeah, no, that, I, I think I've seen that one. I've seen one that's uh, also that's a GameCube style controller that oh, you can use. Oh, I love use. the GameCube cube controllers. They you were can great. use them on the Switch just as regular games. All you do is like the you know like the little C directional thing. You just twist that off, and it becomes the other joystick. Mm-hmm. So you can use it like if you're playing Smash Brothers and you want to use the. GameCube controller, mm-hmm. you can just pop that little thing back on and use it. And I was like, oh, stupid me already having <laughs> stupid wired controllers, and I can't get myself to go buy a $70 thing for something that I already use. Mm-hmm. 
Fucking Nintendo. Fucking Nintendo. That's why Sega's better. <laughs> so you and Chase just were running around the all day Christmas going to various houses? Yeah, so I started... I. <laughs> Um, does that mean you ended up at like four different houses? No, more than that. Oh, so, holy shit, my dude. <laughs> so um, at Christmas Eve, it's Christmas Eve, I smiled at my mom's house. I went over to Chase's family's house for um, dinner and then went back to my mom's house. And then woke my, by the time we were done doing all our Christmas Eve stuff, it was after midnight. And then Santa still comes to me. So Santa had to come after that. And then I woke my poor mother up at four. <laughs> <laughs> like Merry Christmas. <laughs> She's like, "What time is this? What time do you think it is?" <laughs> you should say, "More come on." <laughs> and she goes, "Three thirty. I said, "You're close. It's four. <laughs> so we God. got up <laughs> Christmas morning Jesus at Christ. four, so that I could be to Chase's ha- <laughs> back to Chase's at six, <laughs> and then we went back to my mom's, and we went to my cousin's house, and then we went to my aunt's house, then we went to. Chase's best friend's parents' house, and we went to Chase's mom's house, and we, then we went home. Jesus. <laughs> yes. This is why I just live far fucking away by from time, everyone. It's lovely. By the here's the 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 fun part is well, the overwhelming part is by the time we we're done receiving all of our gifts at everybody's houses, both my truck and Chase's car were full. <laughs> <laughs> Like That's the insane. living room was, we got it all in the house and the living room was full. I couldn't, we couldn't get to either Christmas tree anymore. <laughs> so wait, yeah. you had two trees in your house. Yeah. And you didn't even get to spend any Christmas. At- no, <laughs> not really. Jason took his tree down like the day after Christmas too. <laughs> Mine's still up. <laughs> When's he going to put up his February tree? <laughs> There's no the February tree. There's oh, okay. an October tree. What about an East? Tree. Is there an Easter tree? No. No? Fourth of mm-hmm. July tree? Mm-hmm. Nothing? However, the tree that I purchased can be any one of those trees because it's the app control LED lights. And yeah, so it's like a Fourth of July version and an Easter version. So you just leave the tree up year round. <laughs> you would. See, I had we had three places to go. And luckily this year it didn't snow. Like oh, it didn't? Big, See, I like really big, wanted big snow. to. I hate... That is the thing that makes me... Like, traveling to the houses is annoying. Having to go... On Christmas, when it's snowing and they're not plowing the damn roads, mm-hmm. and I'm usually in my car, mm-hmm. is infuriating. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I get to a place, I'm like, give the kid her goddamn presents <laughs> so I can go home. <laughs> like, I'm always mi- miserable. And most, like, luckily this year it wasn't so bad because there was no snow. So it was like, cool. It was like any other time going to the going to the in-laws or going to my mom's or my dad. So I was like, this is fine. This year wasn't bad mm-hmm. at all. I think it was like two years ago when there was that huge snowstorm mm-hmm. and my mom really wanted to go see a movie. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I remember sliding through intersections because there, there mm-hmm. just no one was out there doing anything because it was Christmas Day. Um, so usually weather is a, another big reason why I'm not a big Christmas fan. I'm not a snow fan in general. I spent Christmas Eve night on a plane. <laughs> Honestly, everyone's like, oh my you God. You were with like, Santa? They're like, that must be the worst time to travel. I walked through security. There was like no line. Yeah, it's like right before anyone, and right after. Anyone who <laughs> is traveling for Christmas is already where they want to be by 10 o'clock at night on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Right. The only people who are traveling are either not celebrating Christmas or don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So I walked through security. It was fine. My dad picked me up at about 4.30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And I took like a couple hour nap. 
<clears throat> the three of us, because there's four of us total. We mm-hmm. have no extended family in Florida. So it's just me, mom, dad, brother, and the dog. They woke up me up like three and a half hours later. We had French toast, and my mom broke out the cranberry mimosas, and we opened a couple <laughs> presents. I got the shirt I'm wearing and two pairs of sneakers, because I told my mom I need sneakers. <laughs> and my brother got me a framed picture. If you look on my Facebook page and on my Instagram, there's a picture of me holding cashew with my multicolored hair. Yeah. My brother got that blown up and put it in a frame for me, so I have a picture of her now. That's cool. Nice. Which I thought was very cute. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that was about it. <laughs> I really didn't get a lot. Yeah. I got practical shit. My mom got yeah. me bras yeah. and socks. Yeah. Literally every year, my mom buys me like the biggest pack of socks mm-hmm. yeah, ever. And I'm this. like, mm, all year, I will use, like, I wait. I don't she buy used, socks my because mom, at the well, end of the year, I know I'm going to get before, a giant uh, pack to last me the whole year. Before my parents moved to Florida, my mom would stock all of our stocking, stockings full of just toiletries. So, like, that was when I got my yearly supply of, like, good shampoo and, like, conditioner and shit like that. She doesn't do that anymore because she doesn't want to make me check a bag. <laughs> yeah, my, my Christmas was insanely low-key because the next day, me and my dad had to be up early. Yeah. So, we went to Galaxy's um, Edge on the 26th. Sorry, one more Christmas story before we jump Kay. into that. That was a great segue, though. I know. I was I, so good. I, I can't I, believe you fucked it up. Yeah. God. I know. It sucks when people fuck up great segues. What are um, you looking at me for? I'm looking Charles at the ground. Here. I know. I was looking to the ground. Um, <laughs> where Charles where should be. <laughs> Pork bot. What? Um, when we go to, when we take Quinn places, though, like, my wife's got a big Jeep. Every house we leave, the Jeep is full. <laughs> she got three carloads wow. of presents. Everyone's spoiling from, her. Yeah, she's the only. She's, she's the only grandchild. The, well, this is the last time she's going to be the only <laughs> child yeah, and, too. Yeah, and we were like, live it up. Get two carloads. Like, live it up. Oh God. <laughs> Bring two cars to each house. It sucks. Like I get home and I'm like. <sighs> Let's just leave it in there. No, I want to play with every toy I just got right now. It's midnight. Go to bed. Just four of the toys. And she, then she becomes master negotiator. Okay, Dad. <laughs> I see that you said none. But how about four? Here's my counteroffer. Four toys. I'm like, mm, two toys. She goes, Dad. <laughs> two toys won't last me. I need at least four toys. <laughs> like she needs like a little like uh, one of those like '90s power suits with the shoulder pads mm-hmm. on it. Like yeah, that's what she needs. Anytime she goes into negotiation mode, and then she uh, she got like a a gift card from one of our relatives, and she wanted to spend it at Claire's. Oh, that's what she wanted, and she went and immediately bought two pairs of fake glasses that she has not taken off. Really? Yes. Huh. She you know, when I was her age, them. I was obsessed with having glasses, too. They're like, huh. she's got unicorn ones that are like rainbow and like glitter all the way mm-hmm. around. And then just a pair of black ones with a bow on There's the corner. And she wears them all the time. and kids. Huh. I don't know. Did either one of you do this? Neither one of you had like an obsession with wanting to wear glasses as a kid? I think it might be, for me, everybody in my family wore glasses except me. So yeah, I, was I was like, like I, no. I was I was the only one who wore glasses. I, I had to wear glasses for a couple of grades, and then my eyes fixed themselves as I grew. 
<laughs> but then, yeah. So yeah, I no, she, she, uh, <clears throat> like, I guess the other teachers at her school, like, look at her running around like a little Sally Jesse Raphael. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. she had some big ones that my mom gave her, uh-huh. like 90s, 80s style giant. Nice. And I was like, oh, Halloween costume. <laughs> Get her a little curly red wig and a power suit <laughs> and a little microphone. Good to go. But yeah. Um, I got my wife her robot vacuum. How's that going? Has it picked up the dog poop yet? As, as, <laughs> as you've predicted? Mm, okay. <laughs> pretty much as I predicted. It'll work out. Uh-huh. Because it just goes to one spot and just sits there. Well, that one spot, clean as shit. Rest of the house, I still have to go vacuum. And I was like, $300 robot. But then they tell you on the box, it says, we encourage you to, this is a robot, you can make it do whatever you want. We encourage you to, to you know, explore this. But the second you do, your uh, warranty is void. So I was like, so you're encouraging us to void the warranty as quickly as possible. Pretty much. All right. Um, but I've seen some funny funny YouTube videos of people that went oh, fucking and, with their Roombas? Yeah, like a guy went and put a speaker on it that every time it bumps into the wall, it's like, oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it! <laughs> oh, fiddlesticks! <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, he's, he took it to Target and he was like, does this make you more, does this make you more or less likely to buy the Roomba? And everyone's like, more! That is amazing! Ah, <laughs> 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 Fuck! <laughs> I was like, I have no skill to do that, but that would be funny. I'd make I'd make mine be like, like Dio, be like, oh no 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 thank you no thank you no thank you no thank you. Dirt dirt has been eliminated. Oh man. Okay. Galaxy's Edge part four. Okay, so when 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 my dad agreed. I don't know if I talked about this on the last podcast. When my dad agreed to go with me to Galaxy's Edge, I was like, we're going to need to do rope drop. Which is Rope drop? Rope drop is a Disney colloquial known as when you show up before the park opens. And they put a rope in front of the Oh, yes, hallways. yes, yes, yes. I did that every time then. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Yes, it's called rope drop. <laughs> I was like, they drop you in from a rope? Yes. <laughs> they bungee you in via helicopter. <laughs> So right into Walt Disney's lap. So when oh, when you guys or when Dens or somebody shows up to a con with me, they expect me to do my bullshit. Doing that kind of stuff is this type of stuff that I do. So I'm like, okay, well, park opens at eight. We need to be there by seven. Rope we need for rope drop. So we should probably leave by six. My parents live about forty five minutes away from Disney. Then they changed how early the park opens. <laughs> Parker opens at 6. So we were up at 3.30 in the morning to leave by 4 to get there by 5. I can't believe both of you were up Christmas Day earlier than me with a child was. This was the day after Christmas. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. We um, were though technically because he was up at 4 he was up at 4 in the morning. We had to wake to, my kid up at 8. <laughs> Well done. That would never have happened to me when I was a kid. So, so we didn't know this either. I didn't know this when I initially made my plans that they were going to be doing boarding groups for 
Rise of the Resistance because eighty <laughs> percent of the reason why I wanted to go was to go ride Rise of the Resistance and it was all I wanted. The other ten percent was because I wanted to see the new Star Tours and the other ten percent was just I, I want to go to fucking Disney. <laughs> so I needed to get on Rise of the Resistance, and I had been reading up and following Twitter and the boarding groups have been filling up at the earliest within forty five minutes of them opening at the latest within the first two hours. So I was like, we just, we just need to do rope drop. We just need to do it. And my dad's like, all right. And he's like, he thought he was, I was going to be the problem because I'm not a morning person, but my ass was still on Utah time. So I was up at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> after getting like three and a half hours of sleep, after getting almost no sleep the day before, it was going to be a special day. <laughs> so we get there and there are a billion people to get in there. I've never done Disney rope drop before, but it was busy. And then we try to get into our boarding group, and it's not recognizing that both of us have scanned into the park. Because they let us into the park at about quarter two. So we were just standing on Main Street, Hollywood Boulevard, and Hollywood Studios, waiting for them to drop the rope, open the park formally, and open the boarding groups. But we did eventually get one. We were in boarding group, I think, 35 or something. I think. And there's like a... The first 91 are considered guarantees, quote-unquote. And anything after that's considered overflow. When you get a boarding group, you have two hours to scan your way into the ride. Otherwise, you forfeit your boarding group. So, But the problem is you have no idea how fast they are going to get through boarding groups. There have been days where they have been up to 90 by mid-afternoon. There have been days where the ride has had some serious problems and that didn't happen. So, 35, we had no idea. So, we get into our boarding group. We beeline it straight to Smuggler's Run basically walk through the whole thing. We're in and out of Smuggler's Run by about 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then we just kind of dicked around, and my dad uh, wasn't huge into Smuggler's Run. He thought it was cool, but apparently motion simulator rides are not his thing, hmm. which I didn't know. Which position did he have? We were pilots. You were both pilots? I was, uh, was right-hand pilot. He was left-hand pilot. He fucked up bad. But the people behind he us was were left, having... right? <clears throat> He was left-right. I was <laughs> up-down. But we had fun anyway, and he thought it was pretty cool. And then our boarding group for Rise of the Resistance got called about 8.30 in the morning. Uh, we found out that Ronto's Roastery serves coffee, mm -hmm. which I did not know, thank God. <laughs> so we got a big giant coffee and pretty much just kind of hung out right near where the ride is, just talking to a mom and having some fun conversations with her. She was really nice. She was talking about how, you know... You have to change the way you show up to Disney when you have kids and, you know, how this is the earliest she's been at the park and they're going home and sleeping for a couple of hours after this and then coming back later. Never books a fast pass before 2 p.m. It was just, it was an interesting conversation. She was very nice. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we get scanned into the ride. Um, you can't see the inside of the ride at all from outside. So there's a line that you see that kind of wraps around that looks like it's going to be hellishly horrible in the middle of the summer. Um, but you breeze through most of that and then you go underground and there's a whole bunch of stuff, just like pilot's outfits and all sorts of fun little details and everything. Uh, they have it set up that you don't wait, you wait about an hour once your boarding group is called, which I actually think is pretty reasonable for asterisks for Disney. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they pull you into a room and... You get talked to by one of the by I don't I think it might, I don't remember if it was anyone specific. Uh, and then there's a an animatronic BB-8, and I leaned over to my dad. I was like, "You gotta help me steal that. I want it." <laughs> and you see the ray. You see a hologram of Ray, which just looks incredible. It looks like a hologram. 
And uh, have you guys seen any pictures from this at all? Mm-mm. I've been avoiding pictures. Well, you go from one place to another, mm-hmm. and eventually you end up on a First Order ship. Cool. And it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be... I feel so happy for the cast members who get to play members of the First Order, because they just get to be assholes. <laughs> like, my dad was supposed to be behind me in line, and he was standing next to me. They're like, you! Get behind her! And I was like, fuck yes, you're an amazing cast member! <laughs> And I won't spoil That's the awesome. ride, but um, it's it's incredible, you guys. I've heard that you, it's like multi-parts. Like, you get on and get off and get on and get off. You do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I really wanted to see was I knew, because if you look at the park map, you can see that they have a replica of Black One somewhere in there. Uh-huh. And that was all I wanted to see. And unfortunately, it's in an area where you're moving from one place to another, oh. so you don't get a ton of time. My dad got a pretty good picture of it, but I wanted to just kind of flex it there and stare at it for a while. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> there's a little animatronic BB-8 in it, and he makes noises, and oh my god, it's so... Cool. It's so good. Uh, and I, How the, long is the ride? It's long. Yeah? It is. Um... The best way to describe it is kind of like a dark ride on crack. Mm-hmm. Like, but then again, it's also just like nothing I've ever ridden before. It's just incredible. Like, I, I speak very, very highly of Flight of Passage. And as rightfully so. As mm-hmm. Ryan can attest, it's amazing. It's one of the best rides in Disney. This is on that level. It really is. Cool. With the level of immersion, with what they end up doing with it, it's just... Absolutely insane. And then we get off and my dad's left his cell phone in, my, in the little cart. <laughs> so we had to go over to one of the, I was like, Dad, really? That's so, I'm like, well, have you ever done anything in your life? I was like, you're such a noob. What the hell? You know better than this. And what, he's like... Mm. If I didn't have Chase, I would have left my hat in many rights. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the guy who helped us, I ended up posting his picture and saying his name on because i don't know if any of you know this but the best way to get disney cast members credit if they help you out or go above and beyond is to post their picture and their name on the twitter and tag the official guest relations account and that's like one of the best ways to Hmm. call out a disney cast member who who went above and beyond and this guy did go above and beyond he made sure that we knew that you know he will find it don't worry you know we just had to wait for his car to go all the way through the ride again true but it was so good. I mean, like I said, I was up at 1 o'clock in the morning. My dad was up at 3.30 in the morning. I asked him, I was like, was it worth it? He was like, it was really, really sweet. <laughs> um, we ended up going to Docking Bay 7 again for food because I just really like Docking Bay 7. We got the raspberry puff as dessert. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh. Was it good? <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. Because that was one thing I, I said about their food is that I think it's very good. And it's different, and it's not as greasy as Disney food can be, because the grease can... I say that as I've just eaten the shit out of some Wendy's, but <laughs> <laughs> when you're ro- walking around and doing as much as you are at Disney, greasy food can just sit like a pile of lead in your stomach, and it just doesn't go over well. So I think Docking Bay 7 has the least greasy of the, the Disney food, but there isn't a lot of it. So I thought a dessert or another meal to share between two people is the best way to go, and my dad and I shared a dessert, and it was just phenomenal. It was fun. Uh, we ran over and did uh, Tower of Terror, which he hadn't been on in forever. Tower of Terror is a classic. <coughs> and then we went back and we just goofed around in Galaxy's Edge for a while. And I had way too much fun with the dad. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> it was, I love it so much. Uh, my dad, I thought he would be into it. And he was not into it at all, hmm. which was a shame. Uh, one, at one point, I had to go over and like get a cast member to escort me over to the crates that are right in front of Rise of the Resistance. Because that part of the area is now oh, gated off uh-huh. because of... Sure. Of the uh, of the ride being open now, 
which they were very nice about. Um, I didn't get to scan anything while I was in line for Smuggler's Run because we walked through until we were more than halfway through that engine room. Mm-hmm. That's how fast we went yeah. through that ride. That's the way it was when I was there, too. Like, we, uh, they didn't, so the section of line that goes by the crates was just closed off. We just went straight through. Yeah. So one of the guys, one of the cast members just let us wander around that entire line area, which was fun. <laughs> we, we, I probably could have done that at that point, but then by then the line was over 200 minutes long and everything oh, had been uh-huh. filled in because everything just got very long very, very quickly that mm-hmm. day. Because it was, the park was very, very busy. Uh, so I had a lot of fun with it. My 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 dad did not, uh, which was a shame. But he was he had endless patience for me, which <laughs> I appreciated. He was he was very very cool about the whole thing. He refused to get mouse ears, which annoyed me. But I wore my Leia ears. That's me. You suck too. My mm. wife. You should get some. Uh, I've got a hat that fits just fine. They have some cool like they really do glow ones that have like up. Tie Fighter X Wing battle yeah, going on that the are ones cool. That light yeah. Up. yeah, I saw those ones and I was like, maybe, but <laughs> I've already got my Star Wars hat on. Right. <laughs> I just wear them both. <laughs> oh, that drives me insane. Oh, really? <laughs> like the pinching right there, on, it would drive me insane. Because I don't like, because I have no hair, so I don't like the the tines getting into my scalp, so I always put the <clears throat> my hat on and then the ears on over the See, hat. See, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, the, the squeezing on my head mm-hmm. after a while, I'd just be like, no, it's going to give me a headache. Mm. So um, one funny thing that did happen was we were in line for our cantina reservation. And uh, have you guys ever seen my, my loot crate orange and black, like, pixelated sunglasses? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll have to show you a picture of them, Ryan. But they're very fun. I love them. And they, they work very well because they're just cheap plastic sunglasses that go over my regular glasses and fit royal. So I had them, and the guy who's letting people in stops looks at me and he goes I need you to do me a favor I need you to put on your sunglasses and tell me to deal with it <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like deal with it and he was like awesome and then he left <laughs> that's awesome um this time I had rum based drinks in the cantina I had the best in fizz mm-hmm. I like that one and the the yub nub that was the one that came in like a uh, a, a little glass. hairy bear. Oh yeah, I didn't have that one. Then. Uh, I convinced the people next to us to buy a rancor. <laughs> oh, because I'm a horrible person, <laughs> and you should never ever go anywhere with me. And then I, my dad is a vodka person, so he got the T16 Skyhopper because he loves Tito's. And I was like, Hey, Dad, you should get um the fuzzy Tauntaun for your next one. And he was like looking at it. He's like, Oh yeah, that okay, that sounds good. And then I'm like sitting there and I'm watching him. I'm like, Please drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it. He was like, What the hell is this? I was like, I'm not gonna lie. I 100% just got that for you, so I could sit here and watch your reaction. <laughs> and then I convinced two other people to order the fuzzy tauntaun for that exact reason because I am a horrible. So horrible, you're a terrorist. I am a terrorist. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lady next to me, she's like, Oh, that's weird. And I'm like, It's gonna keep getting weird. Don't worry. <laughs> It gets worse. <laughs> I don't know if it gets worse. It just gets weirder. <laughs> but we had fun in the cantina. It's like it's like when Jar Jar sticks his mouth in the uh-huh. in the pod racer thing. You're like, someone just shotguns it. <laughs> that wasn't weird. So, <laughs> um, how much do you guys ca- guys care about Star Tours spoilers? Do you care what I tell you what the new planet is? Okay, well, spoiler alert for anybody who doesn't want to know what the new Star Tours the is. the likelihood of you getting that planet, well, I guess if you go now, it's high. But <laughs> So, I've seen uh, the Force Awakens one, the, the Last Jedi one. Uh, I have not seen the new one. This was another one of the other reasons I said, like I said, I wanted to go there. So, I'm waiting in line. I turn to my, I, I'm thinking to myself, okay, 
it's obvious what it's going to be. They're going to do light speed skipping. Of course. Oh, sure. Why wouldn't uh-huh. they? That makes that's the obvious solution. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Oh. <laughs> so the first place we go is the forest moon of Endor, and we start flying into the ruins of the Death Star, and then we go into the water. Oh, cool. And guess what attacks us in the water? The trash compactor monster. <laughs> Diagon. Oh, a Diagon <laughs> yes. in the water? Of yes. The, that's cool. I was like, oh, that's such a Dianoga. good reference. I was Dianoga? so... Dianoga? Anyway. I don't know what they're called. That's, they, the one they read Dianoga. in the uh, audio book, they said Dianaga. <laughs> Whatever it's called. I call it the Trash Compactor Monster. Whatever mm-hmm. it was. Was this I was one like, the Force-sensitive one? I was like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, oh, that's such a good reference. Like, that was a, that's a very clever idea. And then Lando comes up and tells you you need to go. You're, you're getting the call. For oh, to go to Exegol? Yes. So you show up in the f- uh-huh. the ver- at the very end of the fight at Exegol. Oh, oh. <laughs> so there's, it is. <laughs> and there's all the lightning, and you get hit by lightning, That's and so cool. it was just it was it was very very good. It was I was very impressed. I love Star Tours <laughs> all the time. The last time me and my brother were on Star Tours, we broke it. <laughs> so we sat there and made a whole bunch of Star Tours Delta. <laughs> jokes about hey look we're getting into an authentic airplane experience we're being Mm -hmm. delayed (laughs) we didn't break it this time um which was a lot of fun me and we i was very impressed like i said i thought light skis i would have put money down that they would have done light light speed skipping and maybe they will eventually because that seems like a really obvious one are they gonna have they introduced more than one or just one just the one so far so I was, just, but yeah, I was like, I loved the monster. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, that's a reference that not everyone in here is going to get. And I like that. And being able to fly around on Exegol was, was very cool. Very, very cool. I saw, I saw a, uh, a picture because I follow uh, the Delilah Dawson, the author. Um, she wrote Phasma and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, tweeting pictures of her and Vi Marathi. At Disneyland, and so she cool. was like, she was like, uh, she was just like, "Hey, look who I found!" And I'm like, "How weird is that got to be to run into a character that you, that you created? That would be so. That, that so is I, now I, talking I, to you in character <laughs> that you created. I, I, I am did, your god. <laughs> I did not interact with a lot of characters. I did see Vi. Uh, me and my dad were sitting out about two o'clock in the afternoon at this point, and we were on coffee number two. <laughs> And feeling a bit rough around the edges, <laughs> as one does when you've been up most of the day. And I, we saw her walking around. My dad's like, oh, wow, she's really cool looking. And I was like, I know her. She's a character. I can't remember her fucking name. <laughs> but so then, instead uh, of, hey, you! <laughs> and we actually saw her duck behind some stuff and hide from the First Order. So we were like, from the perfect angle, we just got to watch her do that. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's fun. That's you, weren't, fun. you weren't like me. He's like, bye! Bye, Marathi! Sparrow! <laughs> <laughs> You, I secret resistance, secret resistance spot. <laughs> oh, I just, did. I just thought that would that'd be so weird. It's like, it, don't disrespect me. I'll give you a crippling disease in the next book. I have the power. My, my dad was very impressed with uh, the first ray that we saw. We saw two. Um, he was very impressed with the first one, not so much the second one. Uh, I didn't get to see her play with any of the kids. She was over with the the, the speeders mm-hmm. in the speeder area with Chewie and just a regular cast member. But yeah, we had a ton of fun. Um, we picked up one of my writers is having a rough year. She's been sick for the last ten months, and they did mm. the whole you know you're not sick, you're just depressed, and no doctor would take her seriously. They're finally starting to take her seriously. 
Uh, and she sends me a message before when I say I'm going to Galaxy's Edge. She's like, Katie, um, all I want in the world is a Lothcat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was like, I will absolutely go pick you up a Lothcat. I would love to, you know, and no problem at all. Also forgetting that you can actually ship shit directly from the parks mm-hmm. to someone's house for a very base rate. You've seen those Lothcats. They're a decent size. Mm-hmm. $7.95. I was like, that's perfect. I'll do that. Uh, I, I talked to my editors over at Bleeding Cool, and we all contributed, and Aww, we nice. just bought Erin her Lothcat. That's cool. But uh, we, 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 were so, we did have fast passes to see Fantasmic, which we ended up not using because we were so fucking done by the time 7 o'clock rolled around. <laughs> we closed out the day on the rock and roller coaster. So I just I love that roller coaster. It's fun. It's right? a, yeah. It's a good one. Uh, I love that corner of Hollywood Studios because it's the two things that nobody under the age of thirty-five is going to know what it means. <laughs> I'm like, look at these, look. I'm like watching these kids and they're like watching the Twilight Zone thing start or like looking at the thing, the little opening video thing for Aerosmith. I'm like, they don't have a fucking clue. What Aerosmith <laughs> <is."> <laughs> That's my favorite corner of the park because it makes me laugh like there, a hyena. The when we went in there, we, we uh, the one time we went on the uh, Aerosmith roller coaster ride. There was a large group in front of us, and they were like big Aerosmith fans for apparently, and they were so excited to be in there and so excited to have that. And like the 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 cue that the the cast member in there does, like, "Hey, what about backstage passes or whatever?" Like they were ready, and they said it before she did, <laughs> and they're on it. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Um, I, I, once again, I have the self-control of a fucking saint because I walked out of Disney with nothing but a bunch of pins. Nice. Uh, and then like two days later, we went out to Disney Springs for dinner. We went to the Tarinia, I think it's what it's called. I can't remember. It's one of the Italian restaurants. Hmm. Um, and then I made my parents take me over to, to the Star Wars shop where I bought more pins. And then we went on the Christmas tree walk. Which I just uploaded a bunch of pictures to on my Facebook, but they had a whole bunch of, like, themed trees for everything. I immediately fell in love with the Haunted Mansion tree, (laughs) which just made me so happy. They had a Star Wars tree with a port on it and a lightsaber sticking out of the top as the (laughs) star, which my mom thought was just, like, the funniest fucking thing she's ever seen in her life. But yeah, we had. Uh, I asked my dad overall what he thought. He hadn't been to Disney since I was probably nine or ten, and now I'm forty-three, so it's been a long time. <laughs> and I asked him, I was like, "What did you think?" And he was like, "It was an interesting experience." As you know, I, it's been a long time. The park was very busy, but we the longest we waited in line was probably a little over an hour, which is not that bad, all things considered. We managed to have good timing on everything, and I had fast passes for most of the stuff that mm-hmm. we wanted to do, and. Yeah, it was great. Uh, definitely check out Rise of the Resistance in um, in Florida. I believe it opens later this month. I believe on the twelfth. I think uh, in uh, in California. Uh, at the moment, from what I heard, is that they are doing uh, loading boarding groups for um, California as well. I don't know how long they're going to be doing the boarding groups for, because the line is set up that it could be longer. I feel like eventually they might move away from doing that, but the way it is right now, I would expect boarding groups until the summer for both both in Florida and in California. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. Mandalorian time. Um, Speaking of my parents, I made them watch this whole show while I was at Zinc. <laughs> uh, so we, we talked about the, the first episode a few episodes back. Um, the week it came out, I believe. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The week he came out when he uh, gets, ages ago. 
when he uh, when we first see the child and <laughs> IG eleven must self destruct. Oh my um, god! My favorite memes are about IG eleven. Minor inconvenience happens to me. I must self destruct. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never related to a character so, more. So uh, the the second episode is um, when we get the uh, the Jawas disassembling his ship, mm-hmm. and then he goes on the Jawa murder spree, <laughs> which I feel on a personal level. <laughs> uh, when he came back and his stuff was his stuff was gone, I was like, "Shoot him, <laughs> those little bastards!" <laughs> Maybe Yoda's just sitting there like. <laughs> The memes. That's one of my favorite memes. The memes. With him Shoot being there. Them. Yes, murder. <laughs> There's so many baby Yoda memes. I think my favorite one is like the reverse one where they do the close up of the baby and he's like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> or the Dragon Ball Z uh, crossovers where he's a little Frieza in his, <laughs> in his little chair. Um, but yeah, that was like. Watching that, I was extra excited. I was like, yes. When he's just chucking Jawas off the top of a sand crawler, I was like, yes! Yes! Get him! Um, then we get a little bit more of Nick Nolte. Mm. I've spoken. Um, My dad just said that to me on Face- FaceTime today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Mudhorn. Yes. That one, the, that whole fight. The music during the Mudhorn so, fight is so amazing. So the, How the come the soundtrack isn't out yet? Because I, every day I'm like... The soundtrack is out. It's Chase on iTunes. It. Yeah. It's just for oh. each individual episode. Oh, Chase, yeah, Chase that's has probably it. why. <laughs> so, I do it through Amazon. Maybe um, that can be it too. The thing that I love about episode two, and this was the thing that annoyed me when people started saying that The Mandalorian has no plot, is that people don't understand the concept of show don't tell anymore. So during the Mudhorn fight, right before Baby Yoda reveals his force I powers, I loved the beginning of <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Because <laughs> that was all tell. Um, uh, we don't know his name, but Din pulls out a tiny little knife, and he's just standing there. He's about to fall over, and it's like that kind of shit is character stuff. You learn something when you see somebody who's holding a tiny knife against a foe that he has no chance to get. He's going down fighting. That's the type of person he is. I'm like. Do, do people not know what this is anymore? <laughs> like, do, does no one know what show doesn't don't tell me anymore? And, like, I get it that, you know, episodes four, five, and six were pretty much just kind of monster slash case slash job of the week type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, again, all of it was character stuff. You learned about him as a person. You know, my I would say my least favorite episode is The Prisoner. I love that. Was that the... It's the horror movie one. (laughs) Where where they're breaking out the Twi'leks? Oh, 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 oh. The one where where, uh, Clone Wars Anakin shows up as the prison guard. And then Dave Filoni finally has a character. (laughs) That was Dave Filoni, Rick Ficarra, and and Deborah Chow. That was the the director. Three of the directors. I saw that. I was like, I feel like I should know these three people, but I don't know why. And then I looked at them and I was like, oh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you might, you didn't recognize Filoni because he wasn't wearing the hat. <laughs> but he did have a headpiece on. I have never seen Filoni without something on his head. Because all his secrets sit on this stuff. <laughs> but still, you know, like that episode, the episode teases you the whole time thinking he's just slaughtering these people. And then it ends with them in, you know, a, in a prison. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's... Oh, okay. So we're dealing with an interesting person. Like, like I didn't understand why people weren't grasping this concept. And really, the the first three episodes had a clear through line. 
Then there were three episodes where we had kind of, you know, we're meeting supporting players, we're doing other stuff, and then the last two were like a two-part season finale. Like I think my favorite one was the... Uh, um uh, the the Seven Samurai episode, the With Bryce Cara Dallas Dune. Howard directed mm-hmm. one, where they were getting the <clears throat> getting all the people. My dad did I not. My parents one. did not understand that reference at all. I was like, God, I've raised you terribly. <laughs> I, I got that at at for or ATST for Christmas. <laughs> that one, the man, the one from that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was. I thought that was a. I really just really I, good I one. disliked all. I, did, I didn't dislike any of them. Like I said, the one I liked the least was probably the prisoner, mm-hmm. but I didn't dislike sure. it. Mm-hmm. I, I posted this on Twitter. Peak cool. my parents was when we were watching, and the the title for episode uh, for chapter five comes out, and it's called the the gunslinger. And all of a sudden, my dad goes, "Does he remember the face of his father?" And I was like. <laughs> My yeah. favorite, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I guess there's never a bad time to make a dark tower joke. I would have, I would have high fived on that one. Um, I just laughed. I loved that. Um, a, I wasn't extremely frustrated when Bill Burr was on TV when he was playing the in the Prison Break one. Oh, uh-huh. like usually Bill Burr. Sometime, Which one? He, he was the, the ex imperial. The, the yeah, the <laughs> the human. Um, I forgot his name. And like Starts most time I M. see him, he kind of just rubs me the wrong way. Like I'm just not a fan of his comedy. He just kind of comes off as one of those Boston assholes, and I'm like, okay, Dennis Leary has that cornered dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, but he was supposed on. to be an asshole, um, and he was great in it. He was he like so that was surprising, and that the. Um, the droid was voiced by uh, oh my god, what's his Richard, name from the um, IT crowd? Richard, yeah, uh, a- I a- loved that. Ayode, <laughs> yeah. his name is. I love that. The that girl, also Zishan was played by the girl who Tonks. did Tonks. did Tonks. Yeah, um, but yeah, seeing seeing Matt Lanter is the I was like Anakin. As soon as I saw <laughs> him too, I was like, I know him. I don't. I know him. I was like, I don't. I know him, but I don't know. And then I looked up. I was like, Oh, it's Anakin. <laughs> Which is. Awesome. I love that he was in that. And he posted a whole bunch of stuff on social media. I was like, who is this fresh-faced security guard? <laughs> whole life ahead of him. <laughs> um, my parents both recognized Ming-Na Wen almost immediately. They were like, oh, that's the voice of Mulan. I was like, whoa, I'm actually kind of impressed by you two right now. I really hope she has a part in the movie. She does. The new Mulan movie. She does? Yeah. She does. The only time I see stuff in the... For the Mulan trailer, as I see Keiko, I know it took me to like she was on. I was like, wait a minute, I, again, I, I'm terrible. I'm like, I know somebody in that scene, and then she came out and was like, Keiko. <laughs> Just been watching her since the eighties. She doesn't look that different. Like she's aged, but I was like, she, she doesn't look like it's been twenty years <laughs> since I last saw her on TV. Um, I liked um. Oh yeah, Ryan, you were telling me about your your mixed feelings of the bounty hunter in the Ming Na Wei uh, episode. Oh yeah, he was super attractive, and I hated him, and it was weird. <laughs> That's probably my least favorite. He, he reminded me of um, an actor named uh, Ben Schnauzer, I believe his name was. He played Kagdar in the most recent Warcraft movie. I thought it was him initially, and mm. I'm like, is that you, Ben? Because they look very, very similar. But yeah, he was. I can. I can see how you. Yeah, got... I'm like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> and then I told him, I was like, oh, but he's not. Not. He's... And then all, by the end of the movie, I was like, God, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's cute. But he's so good to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I I appreciated the um, Sigourney Weaver look alike. 
looking like mm. she was about oh, to go yeah. <laughs> go ju- go take care of a fucking xenomorph. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm trying to think of the one that I liked the most. Like like I think I, I feel like the you whole need to call seven and eight one episode because yeah. it really yeah. is, and it was just <laughs> so, so seven. We because it was like. Some like what well, if there's a rise of Skywalker tie and we gotta we gotta watch it. So we stayed up late that night to watch it. And then um at the end of it, Jeez. I'm like <laughs> What was the tie-in? Well there it, nothing. There and it was it, there was no tie-in other than the, the force ability, I guess. But and then that was it, it was just the you had a sneak freak at the end, and I was oh, like, was- I don't even want to watch the sneak freak. <laughs> <laughs> go see yeah, it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and but the end at the end of that mo- that episode, I was like we didn't need to stay up late for this. This is I was I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, Chase, I didn't even want to watch this tonight. <laughs> Chase was telling me that you were upset about the, uh, so the Nick Nolte. Yeah. Um, yes, Quill? Nick Nolte. because lo- I every episode up to that, I'm like, oh, I think he was he's like, my favorite. I think he's my favorite character. I love him so much. We're sitting in the movie, but like <laughs> when you were going to get popcorn, mm-hmm. Chase was like, he was so mad. <laughs> I was like, Why did they kill him? He's like, we don't even need to watch this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was great. I, I was like, really though? Do you expect Nick Nolte to hang around? Like, he's old. He doesn't care. My, my parents' response to finding out that that was Nick Nolte, my mom's response was, "Wow, I'm surprised he stayed sober enough to make this happen." And I was like, "Damn, mom!" <laughs> my wife met him one time when they were in a they, they were doing like a conference in New Mexico, and he was there speaking somewhere else, and he was drunk by himself, leaning up in the corner of the. In the corner of the elevator, just like staring straight ahead, and she got out and she looked over. And that was Nick Nolte, right? Yeah, I think that was Nick Nolte. <laughs> and then they found out that he was speaking. They were staying at the same hotel, and there was he was speaking at another conference at the same conference center. So again, like, yeah, no, it was Nick Nolte. So that was so. Uh, when the first episode aired, uh, I got a lot of shit on Twitter because I said that I approved of the new Star Wars trope of the space Latino with his. <laughs> droid bff and everyone was like it wasn't true and i was and then seven and eight rolled around and i was like i am vindicated (laughs) space Um, latino and droid bff oh man when they finally when they finally spoiler (laughs) obviously they're spoilers took the helmet off i was like oh you're looking rough buddy and then you're like (laughs) you've had a bad day and then you think about it you're like showing You think about it, and you're like, he probably looked that rough after the mud horn. He probably looked that rough, like, mm-hmm. because I was sitting there rewatching it with my parents, and I was like, man, not an episode goes by where this guy doesn't get the absolute shit kicked out of him. Yeah, the the last time that he that we saw him take it off at all was to eat on the on the happy. And I planet. so much appreciate that because the whole time I'm like, how does he eat? The whole time I was like that, and then he took it off to eat, and I'm like, oh, okay. He just can't let another living person see him without his helmet on. And I was like, well, yeah, of course. He lives by himself most of the time, aside from baby before Baby Yoda came along. You know, of course. Pff, it makes sense. It does. And it's I, I, I also appreciate it. Because my parents were like, how is this? What's going? Huh? Okay, so I have a question for you. Um, I've talked to... Uh, I think me and Charles talked about it, and we kind of took it two different way uh, ways. When um, he's talking to the armorer, and mm-hmm. she says, "You know, you." She talks about you know the Jedi and being able to do that stuff, and then she says, "You need to go find its kind." Did you take that as another race of Yodas or Jedi? Another re- race of Yodas. 
Yeah, I took it as a race of Yodas. I took it as his, Jedi? his people, as in the Jedi are his people. Because I mean, that's it's all ambiguous she, enough that she would, knows. That would that's also be unacceptable. It. And I was like, <gasps> Luke Skywalker. I hope not. CGI Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker from the back with the hood up. Very last episode of somebody, the somebody just described it as seeing as him as Luke Skywalker seeing Drops Baby him off Yoda. With Kylo. As seeing Baby Yoda and just having his brain go blue screen, and I was like, that's an amazing way to describe things, by the way. <laughs> but he would too. Uh, that would be funny. <laughs> I uh 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 do we know of any Jedi that are alive at this time? Just Luke. Just Luke. Just Luke. Yeah, this would be before yeah. and Leia. This would be before... Um, this would be when they're training with each yeah, other. This yeah, this would be before yeah. the events yeah, of, so of, I'm like, of his school. Yeah, I took <laughs> it as a race thing. Or or even just taking the baby Yoda and you get to see the outside of a like <clears throat> Jedi temple, I think would be really that? cool. Like the one that's been bur- that's burning down in episode seven. And then we go and re-watch re- re- episode seven and pause it and look and there's a or dead baby Yoda in there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you know how many people... <laughs> the, the Ryan Johnson cut has decapitated <laughs> Baby Yoda. Ryan would. Um, that and then thing, everyone back, Ryan, too far. That thing... We've stood by you, but is, too far. Seriously, like, it's just incredible, Baby Yoda. Just, like, the blend of, uh, of CGI mm-hmm. and puppetry. It looks so good. And, like... Yeah, his little wave. <laughs> do, the Baby, magic. Do, do the magic wave thing. Well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I was like, this series my, was worth my it for friend those was six like, seconds. My friend was like, new, nerdy, double entendre. <laughs> hey, baby, do the magic hand thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like they, hashtag Lando pickup lines. They they bring out Baby Yoda at Celebration Anaheim <laughs> next year. They could charge one hundred and fifty dollars to get a picture taken oh, with yeah. that thing. Baby and Yoda they would on a room sell out <laughs> like immediately. Like it's just incredibly, incredibly well done. And an animator from ILM, somebody posted like a, a video of all of his little waddles. <laughs> <laughs> his little waddles and the guy accidentally got, he picked it up and said we worked very hard on that waddle <laughs> and it got picked up and he went viral and he was like oh hey everybody <laughs> um, can we talk about the best scout troopers in the post empire <laughs> that so that was J- the episode directed by Taika Waititi uh-huh. and that was such a Taika Waititi was, thing to do it was Jason Sudeikis and Adam, Adam Pally? Pa- yeah, Pally? Pally yeah which was was great. Stormtroopers that hit Baby Yoda go straight to hell. <laughs> you see someone put together an hour long <laughs> clip what? of Baby Yoda getting punched in the face. <laughs> it's just over and over and over. Because um, of course the internet did. Of course the that, internet. That that conversation. He was like, "Yeah, no, he killed all of his troopers. I'm gonna hang out here." And he's like, so "You like, gotta see it. I picked it up. I shoved it in a bag. That's it." I think we should check on it. Oh my god! Here, bit him. <laughs> and then that they can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. And then like, he's like, "This thing's." I like he shakes obviously. it. It sounds like it's gonna be a spray can. <laughs> he's like obviously broken. Um, oh yeah, that was such a Taiko. That like each episode is pretty universal considering that they have multiple directors they all do have kind of their own little i think the the, the three were the they were the ones that had multiple feloni had multiple episodes uh carrie 
Uh, Deborah Chow had multiples. Yeah, and I think so did those. Rick Fuku- I think those three are the only ones that had. Oh, and then Ty- Taika Waititi Taika did had one. one. So I think those were the only ones with recurring. But then like all those other ones were just one off. Yeah, and there and like I, I appreciated the fact that like that was such a. You could watch that episode, and I'm like, yeah, that's Taika's episode. You could mm. tell me. Here's a list of directors who directed this, you know, which one do you think Taika directed and I would have said that one because mm-hmm. that's just a thi- a him thing to do. I think after the after the Bryce Dallas Howard one I was talking to Rebecca and she was like, "Bryce Dallas Howard needs to direct a horror movie." <laughs> and I was like, "I'd watch that." Is, that's the Prisoner one? Uh, no, no, oh. that's the um the uh, Seven Samurai oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the okay, Seven okay. Samurai one, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I with I'm my brain, direct, who directed my brains. I think that was the, Rick Fukuhara. Uh, um, uh, actually, I have it right here. You have a um, list of who directed what? Yeah, I have each. Episode. My favorite part of that episode um, is that it, it goes from a, a, a heist or jail breakout movie to like the Mandalorian cha- changes into Jason yeah, Voorhees, and it's my favorite thing. <laughs> it was Rick. Um, but um, no, I like to. Uh, my nerdy self liked that Bryce Dallas Howard directed it because the connection that her family has with George Lucas and Lucasfilm mm-hmm. with Ron Howard sure. being in American Graffiti mm-hmm. and him being close with that group of people all the way through. I thought that was really cool. Like next generation, new iteration of everything that that made me extra happy when I saw it because I was waiting for the episode she did. Um and then when it when I was watching that popped up, I was like, "Oh, this is it!" I was like super excited about it. So you guys do know that Deborah Chow, who directed episodes three and seven, is the showrunner for the Obi Wan yeah. series. Mm-hmm. I remember after episode three happened, and there were a whole bunch of Mandalorian fans who were just like sobbing into their jammies. They were so excited <laughs> <laughs> about that final scene, and they just lost oh. their fucking lives. Okay, That's yeah, something yeah, so we need cool to... that I always wanted to see. It's like in real, yeah, in yeah. Real, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Dark Saber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I, yeah. Um, you want to hear me feeling like a goddamn nerd was sitting there and going, So, Mom and Dad, here's what the Dark Saber is. So, the last time that we saw it in chronological time was when Sabine gave it to Bo Katan. Yes. That was the last time yes. we saw it. Okay. I just, I was like, okay. I'm pretty sure anyway. And I don't so, read all of the comics and So now books. I just need to figure happened. I just need to figure out when the the Mandalorian purge was. Was it was it, after that. It was after that? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's where I was like so that was I imagine it was shortly after that. Yeah, it had to be. What's the name of it's Death Something? The tribe that rescued Din the, was like Death Watch. Death, Death Watch, Watch yeah. yeah. And I was like and That's oh. what Bo was leading, was the Death Watch. Was it? She was part of Death Watch yeah. when, like, in Clone Wars. Yes, sorry. But after, in Rebels, she's just, like, it's like her clan, like her family. Oh, uh-huh. It's not, it's not Death Watch anymore. Oh, Death okay. Watch was Clone Wars. People were, oh, okay. And were de- they, they went with Darth Maul. And Darth oh, Maul that's took over right. them. Which yes. is why yeah. it was interesting that they were the ones who swept in and... and Save that village. Well, so that's what I'm interested in and the like, new I, Clone I had, Wars. I had to explain to my parents, I was like... You see what's slaughtering his people, right? And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, it's droids. That's why well, he, he has a problem like with droids. Also, also, on the Tatooine one, when they went into the bar, <laughs> the entire staff was droids. Yep. I was like, hey, and no, did you notice no droids that, allowed. That, that, <laughs> that hot boy was sitting exactly where Han Solo yep. was sitting? Yes. You know how many times I looked for the scoring? Right, I did too. I was like... <laughs> 
Come on, Favreau, <laughs> put it in there, you so, you coward. <laughs> put it in there. Um, yeah, literally every time. But also with that just made me think of the certain point of view where the reason that the bartender didn't like droids is because his family was killed by droids in the Clone Wars. That's why he's a, you know, no droids in here. And then to see the whole thing. The bartender thing. has a story? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I oh, yeah. A stupid question. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have oh, yeah. um, said anything. The sisters, the assassin sisters, mm-hmm. the band, mm-hmm. all of them. Oh, I think Aaron uh, got her Lothcat. So for, for the scene where Mando's parents are, are killed mm-hmm. and everybody, most everybody's wearing red robes. I think it's life day. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think the droids came to that planet on so life day. For a second life day reference <laughs> yep, in one series. I do. I think it's life day. It's awesome. She's ah. named it Lothkate. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know what's funny? I had, when there were like Mando's parents putting Mando in there, I had the same thing. That I have with fucking Lyra. I was like, why didn't you guys get in too? <laughs> All right. What are you talking about? <laughs> and my friend's like, well, maybe they couldn't shut the door. I was like, you can shut one door and then grab the other door and get. Come on. I've seen people in Oklahoma run from tornadoes and they're able to get into shelters. Get in there with your child. Cowards. They were just like, oh, quick way to get rid of our kid. <laughs> then they got blown up. Like Shazam's mom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Shazam. Yeah, I, I, I completely forgot about Shazam when I was making my year end list, to be honest. Um, I can't believe that was this year. But yeah, that that when the, the saber was cutting. Also, I love that actor. Um, oh, what's his name? I, I can, re- I can remember. No, I can remember his character it's, name from Breaking Bad. I oh, but, but he's really good. He's a really good bad guy. Mm hmm. And just like, and he was the voice of the, uh, he was the voice of the wolf in Jungle Book, the John Favreau Jungle Book, the wolf oh, really? dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was him. So I was like, oh, I can see Favreau just brought him over too. So he's uh, got Giancarlo Espinotti. Es- yeah, that's Esposito. why. That's why I never remember it. Because Gus Farring is a lot easier to remember. Can we, can we talk about how amazing? Gina was in this series. Oh, she was a badass when they were doing the belt fight. Yeah, I was like, kick his ass. I was like, I remember. I said, she's so strong. I, I, I just remember <laughs> sitting there and I'm like, I'm watching that episode. I'm like, this is another one of those weird moments where, you know, I'm sent, I need to send Luke a message and say, is it weird to be attracted to <laughs> Gina's arms? No. <laughs> because, oh, God. Um, I like. Somebody put, did a gif of her wrapping her tattoo and someone's like, this is porn. <laughs> <laughs> I so like, like oh, the. Um, that, like they say of- how she was how she you know she just hated imperials and hated imperials and they didn't like on the nose tell you why until they say where she's from yeah and i'm like oh I, I, they, just, they just dropped it that all yeah. comes they're like together. of alderaan i was like oh <gasps> <laughs> maybe she was on that little <laughs> ship from the leia comics mm-hmm. I love how nobody in Star Wars can just be named Kara. <laughs> Kara Cynthia. I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Of course. Yeah, because you got to have a weird name unless you're Luke <laughs> or Han. Um, I have to find the tweet from Emily Swallow, who plays the armorer. The whole time so I was, she like, was like, this lady sounds like um, Tilda Swinton. She, uh, <laughs> she was very excited when she found out that she's getting her own Funko. Or uh, Werner Hartzog. Like, sure, I'll do a couple roles in 
in Star Wars. And then I, I, I was watching something last night or over the weekend, and I heard his voice. Is like he was like voiceover for a cartoon or something. Mm. I was like, Werner, what are you doing, man? <laughs> and then he also My puts out like three did not documentaries. Understand why in one I was year. so excited that Werner Herzog was in a. He's got such a distinct mm-hmm. voice. The only other person like I could get his voice confused with, maybe if they drop their voice, is a few registers would be um, Christoph Waltz. Mm. Sure, yeah. Because uh, if he if he lowered his voice, it would sound like just like the inflections and the accent mm-hmm. and all that so stuff. So she said, uh, after I gave the Mando his final gift, my husband said, you're like the Santa Claus of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and then she beat the shit out of people with a hammer. Yep. <laughs> it was, it was I love the armor. She was amazing. The stormtroopers in this, even those ones were like, hey, M- Mando, <laughs> where'd the other one go? <laughs> and I was like, "That's oh, a bad idea." Stormtroopers, or when IG Eleven came flying into town <laughs> with, the baby, with Baby Yoda just laughing, and I was like, oh. "Baby Yoda is happiest when people are being murdered around him." And I don't know baby why. Yoda I think it's a, a Jedi thing. Baby Yoda's a Sith Lord. Uh, um, I think uh, it was an internet video where someone went and uh, dubbed over. Uh, that scene and put like meatloaf's bad out of hell. <laughs> I showed I was my like, parents. Thank you, internet. I showed my parents so all, all of the memes now. that came from him hitting the buttons, <laughs> like where they did Africa, uh, where they yeah, did the radio. Mariah Carey. Oh God, all of them. They every single one of them makes me fucking laugh. And I have to say, I have to give a ton of credit to Pedro Pascal, who's just been like an absolute gem throughout all of this. <laughs> Somebody straight up asked them, they're like, "How do you feel being like?" People second like, fiddle in your own show yeah, to a puppet. Yeah, second fiddle to your own show to a puppet. And he was like, I'm into it. <laughs> and like, someone posted the one with Africa. And uh, and he's like, except I wouldn't turn off that song. Um, <laughs> like, he's been, he's been such a good sport about it. And like, it's been a very nice counter to like, all of the shit that's been going on with the Rise of Skywalker. Like, his joy and like, the joy of everybody who is on Mandalorian who is just having like, the time of their fucking lives has just been great. And somebody just put out that Gina Carano should play She-Hulk and now it's what I want more in the That'd world. That'd be great. She would be great in the um, world. I remember I my wife was dying when I said this because so there's this it's it's on a ESPN plus it's like little Peyton Manning and they're like who's your favorite football player he goes my dad <laughs> with this little uh, New Orleans Southern kid accent yeah so when um, Baby Yoda took over the plane or the ship and started flying it and I was like he just wants to be like his dad <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> Oh, so every God. time I when, said, look, I'm just like Dan. <laughs> when, when the armor said, you are as its father, you are a clan of two, I think I screamed. <laughs> I oh, was like, the, this, it's Mandalorian. This, He's yeah. so good. If this kid gets <laughs> raised as a Mandalorian, somebody drew him in yeah. the Mandalorian I armor, and that. I was like, this is amazing. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's just, I didn't know that the thing I wanted out of Star Wars was this show and now it's just like how did i ever survive without it like it's exactly i mean think about before what were you were expecting from this show (laughs) not this exactly like no one (laughs) and like one of one of the things that i believe is like peak capitalism where how many people were legitimately angry that they didn't have any baby yoda merchandise ready for christmas i am so okay with it because Oh, the best way for something to get leaked 
is through toys. Mm-hmm. Every single time. You they take they, they you gotta avoid Funko, you gotta avoid Lego. That's how Hasbro. I got spoiled. Yep. That's how I got spoiled for um Giant Man in Civil War mm. was through Funko, because they released a Giant Man Funko. So it's like the fact that, that they had, you had Rich going, guess what Lego I got before it came out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the fact that they were willing to put a story beat in front of merchandise, like they took the integrity of a story beat over merchandise, is probably like they mean it, it gives me more like a little faith that there might be some integrity left in that monolith mm. that is Disney, like because that's what it was. Yeah. And that's because they never, no one knew Baby Yoda was coming. They never talked about it at any of the, ce- the at the celebration panel, none of the promo. It never ever came up. It was a surprise, and it was supposed to be a surprise. And they let it be one by not making any merchandise. And I appreciate the hell out of that. Mm. I really, really do. And people who are mad really just need to calm the fuck down and get on Etsy because you can find mm. someone who yeah. will crochet you one of those well, things. Well, I heard they're also. Uh, the people that were doing that on Etsy, uh, like the ones that were like literally plushies that they were making, they were like, hey, stop that. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys. <laughs> we know you want it. Just wait. Be patient. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I don't know if I expected it to be as good as it was, but when I saw Filoni attached to it, I knew it was going to have a certain. But even level with Filoni attached to it, I wasn't expecting. This type of show. Yeah. I just like all the like all the little lore drops, like the Dark Saber and Life Day and stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's such Filoni flair. Oh, like yeah. he does that all the time. And that's what I appreciate and really like about Filoni. Mm-hmm. So when I saw him, I was like, Oh, he's definitely gonna do that stuff. Like the Cantina. And, you know and what I Favreau mean? is cut from the same cloth. Yeah, exactly. I mean the, the two of exactly. them told this story during the promo, but you know, they were at Skywalker Ranch together. And he was Fel- doing Filoni Iron was, Man, right? Yeah, uh, Favreau was working on Iron Man. Filoni was working on Clone Wars. And they s- were the first people to see each other's products. Filoni was the first one who ever saw any footage from Iron Man. And Favreau was the first one who ever saw any of Clone Wars. So it's like, it makes sense it, that they're, they're yeah, cut no, from was, that yeah. same cloth. And yeah. I, I give Disney credit for knowing that they needed to, to get out there and get this shit done. Because they, as soon as that episode aired... Favreau was on Twitter going, fall 2020, season two. Yeah, and personally, I would love to see a Filoni trilogy, like a live action mm. trilogy. I would love, mm. I I would love to see I, that. I feel like he would, be, he would feel too constrained from a movie. I don't mm. know if his storytelling is... Oh, okay, give him 10 I, mean, let's, I don't care. Let's, <laughs> we won't know until he tries. So, yeah. No, I... Yeah, in his damn hat of secrets and references. Uh, if he wants... I, I think he needs more practice. I think he needs more time. Um, it's very different. It's a different skill. Just Even just talking about show running an animated show and show running an actual show and directing in live action. He's only directed two episodes in live action. Now... They would be very smart to get him in as a guest director on the Cassian series, on the Obi Wan series. They probably will. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, they're gonna the they're Obi-Wan gonna get series. they're gonna they're <laughs> the gonna, references he could do. They're gonna get like a nice little pot of directors that they're gonna kind of pull from for all of their series if they're smart. more Bryce Dallas Howard as well. Yeah, hmm. I, I again, you know, one and, directed and, by uh, the Howards, both of them. <laughs> that would be cool, right? Yeah, it would. Father <laughs> daughter directing. 
I, I feel like that would be a lot better for Filoni to kind of cut his teeth on and, and maybe even like co-show run a show before he goes and does something as big of a, as a movie because Filoni it's not... Old Republic movies. There we go. Make it happen. You can certainly try. But I, I, don't I think can. It will. I can scream into the void. Porgs are food because of our <laughs> void screaming. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the so they did. They said that they're they were already starting to film season two, right? Uh, like, they they are filming season two. Okay. They couldn't be. Yeah. They couldn't have a fall twenty twenty release date if they oh, weren't already okay. filming. That's right. That's right. So that's the, I'm excited for that. Like I could be okay with eight episodes every fall. I could be completely. That's basically fine what with they that. did with Runaways for the last three years. Is we mm. got a new season of Runaways every December, and then we don't have anything on Obi Wan yet. Just that we have a showrunner. We have a showrunner and, and a bad rumor from a bad source. Uh, and there's some more stuff. All rumors are good rumors. It might not be true, but they're good rumors. Rumors are good. Sources <laughs> bad. <laughs> um, next bad this year, I guess it's this year now. I keep forgetting it's 2020. Um, the other Disney Plus news was that they moved up the release date for WandaVision. So now we have two Marvel shows coming out this year as well. So I'm excited about that. Okay. And we're going to have a lot of cool stuff. And I hope I get some more info on the Cassian series. I don't care. I will be trash for that show. <laughs> Just accept... Me in my garbage can and my dumpster. <laughs> I've seen people, they've been posting about it on Twitter in, in various ways, and people are like, no one asked for this. I was like, I fucking asked for this! Give it to me! Can, can they can they just uh, ask Vanessa Marshall to be in it as Hera, please? Thank you. Cause that, a Cassian Harris in shenanigans? I'd, I'd be down for that. For an episode where she's like, really? <laughs> she would. She would. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Yeah, she would. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but... <laughs> We already had that scene in the comics with K2 Leia and Co. K2 and Chopper and in the same scene. Yep. <laughs> they already have a life-size Chopper. Make it happen. I've seen it with my eyes. <laughs> Don't say it can't happen, you cowards. All right. Uh, that's all that's really all I had. Mandalorian's great. Watch it. Yes. If you didn't get that from this conversation for the last 25 minutes. The next minutes. Star Wars content we have comes next month. In the form of Clone Wars. Oh, whoop, whoop. that's next month. Siege yeah, of Mandalore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know if the yep. microphone picked up on that squeak. So this is why everyone's like, I'm canceling my Disney Plus account. And I was like, yes, but why? You bunch of fucking posers. <laughs> okay. Don't give me that whole I'm a real Star Wars fan. Don't, don't give me that shit. I am. I have to tell you guys, I am giving Clone Wars another shot. I'm trying for like the third time to get just into that to fucking show. Four. No, don't skip. Don't just power ask through. me to do that. Would you skip shit? No, I wouldn't. But if you, if, if it's a choice between not doing it and skipping to the good part, no. skip to the good part. No, 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 no. That's you like can... asking you to skip to the good part. You can't fucking do that. But I, but you said I'm giving it another shot, meaning you failed the first time. I wouldn't have failed the first time. Because <laughs> I'm resilient. Goddammit. <laughs> You suffer through those bad shows, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I don't have fucking time for that. <laughs> it's called Arrow. Um, it's over. He watched all of Arrow, so he will suffer. Arrow is finally ending. They released new promos. There's one stills. more episode. It's done. 
<laughs> released new promo stills for the last two pieces of Crisis on Infinite Earths. We didn't talk about Crisis at all. I haven't watched it yet. I watched, what? I, watched I, the... am, I am caught up on Arrow and Flash. I need to watch Batwoman and Supergirl, and then I can watch Crisis. Oh, God. <laughs> I have eight episodes I watched of the first, to catch up on. Jesus. the first two. I watched, I'm caught up I on. I've just watched the Crisis episodes. Yep. I haven't watched yep. any of it. Yeah. Same. And I was like, I get who these people are. I get what this story is. I need no, I need no backstory. You really cool. don't for any yeah. of the crossovers I've other than like watching... that's a different haircut moving on <laughs> <laughs> like that's about it um but yeah that's all i got there's no good movies out right now i have something to plug Ooh, my friend Ooh. wrote a book oh and this book is called huh the end oh and y'all should get it it's on it's on amazon i think <laughs> I'm doing so great right now. Yeah, you're amazing. Actually, Killing I take that it. back. There are good movies out right now. You guys should all go see Little Women. It is fan-fucking-tastic. Seriously, one of the best movies of the year. I was not a fan of Uncut Gems at all. It mm-hmm. made me angry. But oh, not because it was Sandler movie, right? Not because it was bad, just like the people made me angry. The characters made me angry. <laughs> It's, an, it's a very it's a, it's a movie you will have an extreme reaction to. Uh, 1917 comes out in wide release, I believe, this week or next week. I can't I'm remember. For that. 1917 is fantastic. Also a very good movie. I'm trying to think of what else came out on Christmas. Uh, I've been telling everyone just go see Little Women because that's how I roll. Did you did you find that? Don't yeah. see cats. It's by MLT. Her name's Melissa Thomas. I don't know why it's by MLT, but it's called The End, and it has a, an egg-looking thing on the cover. But you should read it. And I will be reading it, and I will tell you about it. But it is $3 on Amazon. Nice. Uh, all right, guys. See? 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 Read my we'll shit see. on Bleeding Cool. Follow me on Twitter at Katie's Movies. I've had a lot of Star Wars opinions recently, but I'm finally starting to chill out. <laughs> yeah, one of the reasons I didn't want to do our Rise of Skywalker episode today is because I've kind of settled into the apathy part of... Of of grief, and I need I need Charles here to help me get wound up again because I don't think I can do it by myself. Charles um, is good at winding people. Charles, up. What, uh, what I will say <laughs> is that um, I've seen that movie twice. I was supposed to see it a third time, and I asked Dens if we could not go because I didn't think it would be good for me to see that movie a third time. I think now that I have some distance from it, I should probably go see it again, but. Yeah, uh, next Char- next week is, I'm gonna I'm gonna have opinions. Charles is having a good therapy section session. Oh, me and me. me and him had a very long therapy session. I think it's the longest one on one conversation me mm-hmm. and Charles have ever had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we um, we excised a lot of a lot of bile. What I will say uh, is just let you threw people... up on each other. Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. Not not that <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> Metaphorical bile, sir. <laughs> Uh, what I will say is that stop trying to pilot, pirate. Uh, stop trying to tell people how they're supposed to feel about things. You can like a thing, or you can dislike a thing. Both of those opinions are valid. I people agree. literally what Luke was trying to say the entire time during the last movie, but no one would listen. <laughs> this this whole this whole series. Me up, all of you. This whole series has been about that, and people just don't know how to listen. They, but then again, there are still people who don't think the First Order were the bad guys. So you know. <laughs> Did you see their uniforms and hear their accents? Of course they're the bad guys. Come on. Anyone who speaks with a British accent is a bad guy. 
But yeah, just <laughs> if because I got a lot of shit because I I came down on my initial reactions to it were pretty mediocre. I think I gave it like a seven and a half out of ten, and my opinion has gone down since then, not by much, by a little. And I I was seeing people like full on trash talking critics, saying none of us know what we're talking about, and it's like. My opinion is valid. I'm sorry. If you don't agree with it, that's up to you. But whether I like the movie, whether I dislike the movie, whether you like the movie or dislike the movie, that's on you. Mm-hmm. And just let people like things, let people dislike things. And if people are having an extreme reaction one way or another about this movie, it is valid. Where we cross the line, and I mentioned this during The Last Jedi Bile, is when we start pointing this stuff specifically at people and people have started doing that with this one they have started sending death threats to jj and they've started sending them to chris terrio i don't agree with most of their decisions with the rise of skywalker i have ranted about it on social media but do you know what i haven't done i haven't specifically tagged anyone so no one is telling you that you can't express yourself online stop specifically sending your expressions to other people stop making death threats stop tagging ryan johnson stop tagging jj abrams stop doing all of it just keep your opinions on to your to yourself on your own social media that's where i draw the line and i feel like people just don't seem to understand that and it really is starting to get to me yep um i want you to know i was prepared yes with the freaking list Wow. About oh, my, my adjusted rankings. Okay, well, we're going to have to keep people in suspense. And I made Chase do it, too. <laughs> oh, you ranked? Uh, you did your ranking of all the movies? Yeah. I need to do that yes. again. There's an app. Not an app. There's a tool, a website, that makes it really easy in that they just say, here's two movies. Which one do you like more? And you just keep doing that over and over again. And then it says, okay, here's your ranking. I, I, I was like, I, oh, this is helpful. I need that for the Star Trek movies. <laughs> I, was, I know my favorite and I know my least favorite. <laughs> but that middle, I'm like, ooh, but. Mm, mm, I got mm. into a screaming, a, a, a screaming match she with a writer from the Nerdist on Twitter the other night where he was like, I'm sick of all these hot Star Wars hot takes. I want to hear your prequel hot takes. <laughs> and I was like, here's my first one. The end of Revenge of the Sith is boring. And he was like, oh, it's so bad. Keep going. <laughs> and I was like, here's another one. Revenge of the Sith and the Phantom Menace are about equal in quality. And it was like, oh, that's um, such a bad take. And we just like started screaming at each other in caps lock. That's funny. <laughs> it was amazing. That's the kind of arguments I want to have on Twitter where we're both obviously not being serious. <laughs> yeah. Jar Jar's metachlorian counts higher than Anakin. Um, I should find that thread because they were all hilarious. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. You can uh, find our stuff over at nerddomepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Nerd Dome. Facebook is the Nerd Dome Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, uh, anything like that, go ahead and write in. Uh, Ryan? Don't forget, Skywalkers are immune to fall damage. I thought you were going to say this is the way. Don't forget this is the way. No? I have spoken. Okay. You may now exit the dome. I can see the whole time! <laughs> Fuck responsibility! Hail Hydra. Sir? <laughs> Sir, it's your turn. Penis! <laughs> no! You could have BB-8 beeped. Oh! <laughs> there you go. Give me my cup back! <laughs> Watch your goddamn mouth. This is a family show. Secret <laughs> Island! Happy beeps! Say bye.
Are you watching HBO's His Dark Materials? Do you have questions about the latest episode? Well, you're in luck, because we have a podcast called Our Dark Materials. Hosted by me, James. And me, Josie. We discuss the latest episodes and compare them to the books in a spoiler-free environment. And then we check our alethiometer and talk all about the spoilery parts, like when we go into and then eventually go into the one where we go and finally James. Sorry. That's a spoiler. Sorry. You have to bleep that. Sorry. I'm just excited. Listen in wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. And on OurDarkMaterials.com.